This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 a.m. KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 this is Frank. How you doing? Uh, I'm here just getting ready to talk to you. But, uh, you know, we got some things to talk about this week, don't we? Let's cut the music, Steve, and get to it. Uh, I wish we could join together with the band. What I find is our, you know, you can call us at 281-558-5738. I'm just starting to get cranked up here after uh, having a busy day. Uh, my point here is tonight that we need to, you know, we're going to continue to talk a little bit. How can we not about the complete embarrassment and humiliation of our country in Afghanistan? I mean, I know this, this is a subject that everybody is kind of keened into. But, I mean, boy, uh, it just could have been done so differently. And this is not like Monday morning quarterbacking, okay? This is more like uh, looking looking over and seeing whether or not we got infiltrated by the Taliban who basically wrote the script on how they wanted it to go, and we basically didn't do anything. It was like as if our leaders had been brainwashed in advance. Hmm. I wonder if that happened. I wonder if our lead, it's as if our leaders got brainwashed in advance in order to, uh, in coming up with this so-called evacuation plan. I mean, we've talked about this last week, but children uh, could have done a better job. And that's not putting down children. It's just saying they're not mature or whatever, but they sure as heck have common sense. How about common sense? Um, it's it's just ridiculous. Uh, we had let's just talk about it in a little more detail. But the question I'm going to pose to you is, and this will lead into some of the other subjects. Did the Biden administration do all this on purpose? Ah. That's a question for you. And it not it's not only the Biden administration, but it's it's you know, this is all none of these things happen in a vacuum. I cannot believe that we that th- this ridiculous kind of so-called evacuation isn't part of another another part of the puzzle in the dismantling of the United States. Uh and that's that's really what I'm talking about. We are being piece by piece dismantled. Now what is it how is this working with the uh, with the Afghanistan evacuation? It's working like this. They're evacuating from in Afghanistan in the most humiliating manner one could conceive of because we're not only leaving our citizens and very loyal Afghan uh, interpreters and uh, assistants and people who helped us for 20 years and you know building their building building back Afghanistan in a way that at least gave some semblance of modern civilization and I don't mean 
wacky civilization. I'm just talking about the basic rudiments of going to school and, geez, new concept, little girls going to school and women being, being able to be free and women, if they choose not to have to wear, cover their faces and women to being able to play in, in sports and men being able to make choices and not have to necessarily have to, you know, wear the Taliban uniform and have, you know, the long beards and all the rest of it. You know, we, that Afghanistan was developing in a way that was going to have a little positive energy there. And so we just basically just dismantle it. We dismantle it in the way. Now, I wasn't for staying in Afghanistan, but I was for uh, getting out of Afghanistan with honor. And, and what we have is the most dishonorable way. So when I, see, when I see things like this, either these people are absolutely imbeciles, morons, and stupid. And I'm not just talking about the administration. I'm talking about, uh, you know, the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the people in the CIA at the, and, and at the top and all the rest of it. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that there, there was, look at what's gone on here. First of all, this, the CIA got all of their people out six or seven weeks in advance. And then we send the head of the CIA to go meet with the terrorist organization to have a secret meeting last week. And then I heard that we sent like plane loads of cash or, or plane loads of cash were sent from Qatar, a, gu a gu gutter, a uh, cutter, to uh, Afghanistan. Uh, and so we're one of the guys who's near the top of ruling uh, the Taliban in Afghanistan, I heard... Today, there's a $5 million reward for him by the U.S. government, and we're negotiating and talking to him, and we're sending money over there. I mean, I couldn't write something more absurd than that. But let's take this call on line one. It's from, uh, I can't read that. What is it? Mike? From Mike. Hey, Frank. Tom Ball. How you doing, Mike? I'm all right. So I, I agree with you. It's a fiasco over there. Yeah. So... First of all, I don't think that we should have totally withdrawn from Afghanistan. I think we should have kept our air base there. I agree. As a, as a position of power. We could have got most of the troops out, but we should have kept our air base there with a forward strike team and, and protection for the air base. Exactly. I, I think, you know, and, and I think that would have given it some stability. Yep. Second of all, you don't take over Afghanistan in nine days the way the Taliban did without pre-planning. Exactly. Okay. There was plans going on somewhere talking between the U.S. government and the Taliban about right. how we were going to withdraw and when we were going to withdraw because they knew when to come in. And it's just it's just a fiasco. Well, I mean, not only that, Mike, but then when they knew when to come in, then when we have these strange deals, which just shocking yeah. to me, where we have I mean, a deal with the Taliban that they're basically are the gatekeepers for who gets into the airport, and they're supposed to provide security to get into the inner ring by the airport. You got, you got, I know the expression keeps your friends close, but your enemies closer, but I don't think it's meant to apply in this circumstance where they got the guns and they got the population and we're like in a kill zone at the municipal airport in, uh, in Kabul. It's absolutely ridiculous. And that's why I'm telling you, 
or I'm going to I'm going to develop this during the show. That's why I'm suggesting this piece here doesn't sit right with me. It no, do- it, it 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 doesn't sit right. And I'll tell you something else: the way that we should have never withdrawn the troops until we got all our citizens and all our friends out of exactly. That it's common sense. Parts. Common sense. Common sense. And and and, and by withdrawing the pr- troops, Mike, we absolutely uh, essentially destroyed the Afghan army because we trained them. And they were used to our system, and we were providing them with the cover and the intelligence and technology and stuff like that. And and then all of a sudden, we just disappeared. I remember when it happened when they evacuated Bagram. They base it basically happened overnight. All of a sudden, they were there one. And I remember reading it a couple you know a couple weeks ago when I'm reading it, and I go, I can't believe that they just abandoned the airport overnight and they leaving everybody else there. That's absurd. It was bad, and for Joe Biden to come out and blame his generals is just a lack of ignorance. That's ignorant, number one. And number two, it just shows that this administration has no incompetence is what it is. I don't think it was intentional. I just think it's in total, absolute incompetence on the, on the part of the Biden administration to do this and to even send the director of the CIA over there to negotiate. Right. What is it? What are these people thinking? Well, I mean, I mean, I, let me just say this. I I believe that probably his generals made him some other recommendations, but I got to tell you, I'm not high on his generals either. I'm not talking about well, down, me, down me the line neither, general. But, I'm talking about the guys that are the political generals in the uh, Joint Chiefs yeah. of Staff. I got a problem he, with the way they run their deal. It doesn't matter. The the buck stops with the president. There's no doubt. Period. No doubt. Period. No doubt. And, and it's his fault. He can he can blame everybody he wants, but it falls right on his head. And right, no and, way he can get around. And, it. and then when our people, the minute our people got killed yesterday, I would think within 24 hours there should have been holy hell raining down on the presidential palace where these guys are sitting around with their now AK-47s and having uh, a, having a good time. They should have had a little visit from a, from a nice little drone. Strike because we had the ability to do it as long as we have a military base or, there. Or, or a SEAL team would even been better. Well, that, <laughs> yeah, but they might have just skinned them. But I'm not, we don't <laughs> want to take them prisoner. We could uh, just evaporation is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Frank. For, thank, thank you for the time. That, thanks, it. Mike. It's good talking to you. Anybody else want to talk? Then come in, Francis. You you give us some comments when I get back. United we stand. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist. Wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine.
Hi folks, Dan Patrick here. Now that we're in the middle of hurricane season again, that can bring storms and strong winds. And let's not forget the damage that strong winds can cause to your big, valuable trees. You don't want to lose them, and you don't want anything damaged below them when the branches fall. That's why you need to call my friend Louis Flory and Ability Tree Experts. I've known them for over 30 years. It's time to deep root feed your trees to help with this stress. Louis Flory at Ability Tree Experts knows this is the perfect time to prune and remove the deadwood in your trees. This will thin them out and help with the stress. Spores, beetles, and other insects are going to be drawn to your weak trees. The trees need to be sprayed to prevent these insects from attacking. So call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. They are the expert for all of your tree needs. Ability Trees is giving a deep root feeding with every tree prune. Call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. Get your trees pruned now and the canopies cleaned out. Call today for an appointment, 281-441-4179. You never know when that next storm is coming. Ability Trees, Houston's leading tree care professional. Blood clots are life-saving when they stop your bleeding, but they can form when they aren't needed and cause a heart attack, stroke, lung damage, and death. Venous thromboembolism, or VTE, is when a clot forms in a deep vein, usually in the leg, then travels to the lungs and blocks blood supply. VTE affects around 600,000 Americans each year. You're at risk as you age, and if you've had recent surgery, a serious injury, or been still for a long time from a hospital stay, bed rest, or travel. Also, if you have a personal or family history of deep vein clots, smoke, or are overweight, Seek medical attention if you experience swelling, pain or tenderness, or warmth and redness. If you have sudden shortness of breath, chest pain, or cough up blood, call 911 immediately. The good news is that VTE can be prevented and treated. Learn more at agingresearch.org VTE. Brought to you by the Alliance for Aging Research. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Okay, Steve. No no Led Zeppelin tonight. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. I'm in the mood for <laughs> fighting words. Um uh, uh, let's take Rusty. No, I'll take Rusty on line one in a minute. Francis, give me some of your comments. What do you have to say? Well, I was just going to say, Frank, every single person that's watching this, and I like what Mike called it a fiasco, chaos on steroids. Who's Mike? My Mike or yeah. Mike or Francis's Mike? Am I plugged in? Oh, you're off. Anyway, the point is I'll get back and talk to you. So let's take Rusty online, too. Hey, Rusty. Man, I want to <laughs> drag you down to some semblance of reality. Uh, I don't think I'm that's going to even... happen because uh, uh, I, I, we'll see who's good out of reality. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, look, I'm anti-colonial, Okay. Like, 
I'm not going to say anything about the Jews, how they bombed the King David Motel to get the English out of Israel. I'm not going to say anything about that. But let me say something about the 241 Marines that died when uh, Ronald Reagan tried to stabilize Lebanon and then promptly withdrew before the election of 84. So what are you talking about, man? You're I'm not, talking yeah. about this. Uh, if, you, if you're Peggy telling me Smith. that other leaders commit sins, yeah, that doesn't mean that you can go commit the sins and murder people by the way you're handling the policy of the United States. Doesn't mean. Oh, that, so you think Joe Biden murdered people? Yeah, I sure as hell do. I sure as wow. hell do. And let so me tell Ronald you what. Reagan let me tell you. I don't murdered. care about Ronald Reagan. I'm talking about what's happened in the last four years with Donald Trump before that. We had basic stability in the world. You know why? Because the rest of the world was really mad. I mean, they thought Trump was mad and they wouldn't challenge him because when yeah, they he did. Mad. Well, I don't think so. I think he's I think he, I think you he's, love him. No, I don't love him. I love the policies. I don't love men. I don't love <laughs> I don't love women. I love policies. No, not when it comes to politics. It, I'm talking about I like the policies. I like the policy that made people stand back from the United States that way and and we made not impose democracy upon the world. I agree with that. I'm not for nation building. But I well, am, but I am for not. respect for the United States of America. And I if but you I wanted to you wanted to infiltrate that sovereign nation. I didn't want to infiltrate that sovereign sovereign nation. If it was up to me, I just would have bombed the hell out of him to begin with and been done because of what happened. That would have been they, the end of that. Right. They can't do it now because they would really kill a lot of uh, yes. potential. Well, well, be, well, because we 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 withdrew, which I think was a fixed deal, and I can smell a fixed deal. We we withdrew like a bunch of what I would call jabronis. We were basically like. You know, okay, well, we'll take the military out first. We'll give up the air base. And then, and then when all the military's gone, then everybody else can get out because the Taliban. The the Taliban. I'm not done. The the Taliban was supposed to allow them to leave the country and be escorted out. Then we had to bring 4,000 troops back in because of the way it went down. So, I mean, the way it went down was we brought the troops back in to evacuate our American people. We brought the troops because we in created because a circumstance the troops. Because we, we we created a circumstance where why would you take troops out and then have to bring them all back into a place that's less safe than Bagram Air Force Base where we that's got, Trump. He brought he was no, the he one didn't. that reduced the you don't know what you, Rusty, my friend, Rusty, my friend, you know, that that's right. And nobody got killed during that 2,500. But the point is because he made a deal with the devil. No, my friend, you wouldn't recognize yeah. the devil. The devil's looking, you know, in the, in the camera every night. Good talking to you. Thanks. Bye. Uh, anyway, that deal with the devil. Are you kidding me? That's the only the deal with the devil. He was trying to get the troops out. And he basically told him it was going to be a tiered withdrawal. Withdrawal. It was, go- and we were going to have a residual force there for a little while, and then completely get out. But we weren't going to just like wholesale evaporate and create a huge, great sucking sound in in Afghanistan while all- while we had thousands of. Why was the CIA evacuating six or seven weeks before, and we didn't have the common decency? to tell our citizens to get out six or seven weeks before because the whole thing's going to collapse like a cheap suit. 
I mean, it's just ridiculous. But where I want to go with this, I want to move. I want to move to try to bring some, some uh, more higher level thinking, because I, I mean, I can stay near battling the war in Afghanistan forever. Where I want to, what I want to say is that Biden, uh, well, maybe he did this on purpose this way, or the not so much Biden, but maybe the people around him. You know, all, we have the woke military. We have a general come on the other night basically kind of thanking the Taliban for providing escorts. The U.S. officials provided the Taliban with the names of the Americans and Afghan allies on a list to evacuate. And they had all their biometric information that we had over there that when people register when they go in the country. Who the hell does this? Who gives your enemy that you've been fighting for 20 years that kind of information? This reminds me of the scene in The Last of the Mohegans where the, basically the soldiers come marching out after, I think it was Fort McHenry or something, and the, and the, uh, and the Algonquin uh, Indians were working with the French. And they come marching out because they're, 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 uh, they're basically uh, surrendering the fort, okay? And they're marching out, marching out, and all of a sudden the Algonquins come out of the, even though they made a deal and they, they were supposed to be able to have safe passage and uh, their women weren't going to get attacked and raped and, and, and all these kinds of things that were going to be okay because they made a deal. And uh, what happened is they got out in the open field and they got slaughtered. And that's exactly what we did here. So what kind of an idiot would do that? And I don't believe it's Biden. It's all part of what I'm about to tell you. The whole concept here was to, it was to humiliate the United States military. Part of that concept was to humiliate the United States military because they're trying to break it down. Why would they try to create all these divisions in the, in the United States military between races? They, normally, and in the military, they were trying to bring you together because there ain't no color and there ain't no atheists in a foxhole, okay? That's what my dad used to say. There's no color, there is no ethnicity, there's only humanity when people are fighting on the battlefield. But yet here they try, they're trying to break us down by, by race. They spend more time talking about you know, these race theories and stuff, and nobody was planning what the heck we were doing in Afghanistan. So now we got a real fight, and we've got nobody to really give direction to that fight, but there is direction, and that direction is to break down the U.S. military to break down its basic structure so that it, it is no longer a war-fighting machine. But, you know, when I've seen all these, uh, all these uh, former vets uh, or these vets that are coming, coming out and these, these congressmen that are vets that have fought in Afghanistan, you know, you feel like there's still a pulse in this country. But you, could, but you also see the degradation of the values of the country that have taken place. Francis... Take over because I don't want to take, blow take, a gas. Take, take, take a breath. Take a breath, Frank. I could talk. I, I could filibuster and talk for an hour no, straight. Let, let's just let's just look. We're Americans. We are better than this. Everybody knows in their heart that what has occurred has been absolute pandemonium, chaos. We're always on our heels. We're always apologizing. Obama ran around with an with an apology tour. We're all victims now in Afghanistan. We're, we're victims to coronavirus. We're victims to the Delta variant. We're victims down in the southern border. We're America, for God's sakes. 
Yeah, we're America. We, we were America for God's sakes, and underneath it all, we're still America for God's sakes. But it's for God's sakes and with God's grace that we will continue to be America. But we need to stand up for it. I mean, the State Department issued warnings earlier in the week that Americans left in Afghanistan will be without assistance. Then they deleted it. Jeez. We're going to take Louie next. Uh, as soon as we come back from the break, hang on, Louie. Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEV, AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. When it's time to replace a roof, some people put it off until an emergency arises. This is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing, your Houston roofing company. I understand. People tell me it's way too complicated and too expensive. Our customers tell us they wish they would have done it sooner. I hear it all the time. Once the roof is replaced, they wonder why they waited so long because it's really not that complicated. We show up on time, we quote you a fair price, we replace most roofs in just one day. At Tejas Roofing, we take pride in making the process easy. The cleanup is phenomenal. People always comment that it looks like we were never there. And now those customers sleep better at night knowing your new roof has been installed correctly. When you know you need a new roof, don't put it off. Call me now, Deb Tejada at Tejas Roofing, 281-251-0304. Estimates are free, 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing, 281-251-0304. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, We reconnect with each other and build family memories we will carry with us forever. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. It's easy. Just put in your zip code to find family-friendly outdoor destinations near you. You'll also find guides to free activities, games, and amazing forest facts. Give the magic of the outdoors to your kids and reconnect with your family. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Your smartphone is now your radio. All you need is a KSEV app. And with one click, you're listening to KSEV. Anytime, anywhere. No static, no boundaries. Go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone App Store. Search KSEV. Select the KSEV app. It's free and it only takes a couple of minutes. Listen to KSEV. It's easy with the KSEV app. More details at KSEVradio.com. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah, this is all right. I'll, I'll chill out with this, and then we'll get Louie on line one. 
and then hold on there with Adele too. Oh yeah, I just gotta listen to this. You calm me, calm me down with this, baby. Yeah. And then we'll take a deal after that. Hey, Louie. Louie, Louie. How you doing, brother? How you doing, my buddy? I'm doing great, my friend. Nice to hear your voice, bro. Thank you. you know why we have this situation in Afghanistan? Because we got what you call bird brain liberal politicians (laughs) that they made all the years they were there for 40 years. It's a a political game for them. They, a good leader, a good leader gets all the senators and the, especially the one who paid the bill, the Congress, and teach you, you know, you show them who is leading, who is in the army, who's running everything. They don't have meetings like that. All they do, they sit on the of their fat behind and they collect their check and they don't do nothing but dictate your life. How to, you know, this war generals and all this crap. Yeah, this is a sellout. It's a sellout. And that, you got it, Louie. You got it right on. And what I'm trying to tell you is, I'm trying to. I, what I'm suggesting to you is, think about what I'm saying here because it's not part of just a sellout in the old-fashioned way where they're just doing that line in their pockets. This is a manipulation by our big adversaries to take down the United States of America on every level. Okay. You absolutely right. And that, and I want my audience to feel that and know that because that is what is going on and i'm going to tell you something tonight in a little bit about the about the covid vaccine from pfizer and how the fda is playing games with that uh uh, because there are two did you know there were two there's two covid vaccines no there's two there's two Pfizer COVID vaccines, one that's been approved and one that isn't approved and we're going to talk about yeah go ahead louis yeah, finally, I want to say this. <clears throat> this guy is being run from behind from the Obama. Obama is running the show along with George Soros, and China is, is the one who's holding the key. They have bases all over in South America, all over the you know global. They're waiting for the right time. That's why they all this infiltration that we get into the southern borders and the drugs and everything. That's right. This is part of, it, of of the whole deal. Yeah, now, no, 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 no. How about this? You know that the cartel. Yeah, but he's gonna get. He's got to get charged with treason. I'm sorry, the, you know, the law. I'm not here to. I, I don't think. That, I don't think that our Congress has the nerve to do it. And no, they, because they all they all bur- brain. Socialist. Right, right. But yeah, what I'm going to tell you is the, <clears throat> the cartels are tied in with China on the fentanyl importations and bringing those in through the southern border. And now they're going to be tied in with the terrorists. And we already know that down in Venezuela that there are a number of terrorist countries, I mean, uh, uh, 
uh, entities, entities, entities down in the Margarita Island that help with the drug trade down there and the laundering of money. So the cartels, I mean, this is reminds me of the old days. You that just mo- hit a nail in the head. The cartel, the ISIS, everybody, Al-Qaeda, Jihad, exactly. they're all working together. Exactly. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Louis. people don't want to hear this. Thanks, Louis. Thanks for calling. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Adele on line two. Hey, Adele. Hi, hi, Frank. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. <laughs> I feel like you down in the dumps with what's going on. I'm down in the dumps um, you with know, what's going I, on. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention, but you know, I've kept up with Glenn Beck. Yeah, yeah, sure. And and uh, and did you hear today? They're accusing him that he used the Nazarene fund to fund his trip, and he said it, none of it is true. You know, what, what kind of fu- what kind of fun? No, no. What, is going on, what kind of fun? What, what what fun did you say? Pardon, I can barely hear you. I said, what kind of fun were you talking about? I didn't. A Nazarene fund. We what? all are pitching in. We're donating to be able to get the flights there oh. and to move uh, to move the Christian Afghanis out. Okay, okay. I didn't I didn't know about that. I mean, I, I, that's a great that's a great cause. And, and I participated. And I've been keeping up in the mornings. I'm listening, 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 listening. And and uh, while we're sleeping and doing all this work and trying to and praying for the Afghanis, that are the good people that are on our side, and our Americans that this man plans on leaving behind, that I hope we will put him in prison for what he's doing to the Americans. Well, I mean, but anyway, while we're doing that, he signed in 33 liberal judges uh, well, throughout uh, the country. That, that's part of the benefit of being president. You can do stuff like that. I mean, Trump signed in a bunch of judges. But, I'm, I mean, that's a long-term problem that everybody deals with. But judges are, we, judges right. are funny. You know, sometimes right. they appear to be liberal on paper and they wind up being conservative, and sometimes they appear to be conservative and they wind up being liberal. So I'm worried about that because I'm, obviously I'm in that business, but I'm more right. concerned about what's going on on the battlefield right now, and I'm talking about Frank, the world, yeah. Frank, we need term limits. Oh, that's, well, the, nah. Uh, you'd we ha- need term limits. You'd have to change, you'd, you'd have to change basically the Article Three provisions of the U.S. Constitution in order to get term limits. Because that the, the, uh, on on federal judges, I, I, that's federal Eight judges. Eight years for everybody, and they're out. Well, state state court judges can run for office, so you can vote them out at least here in this state. But uh, your points are well taken, Adele, and hang in there. I appreciate all your thoughts. Thanks. I gotta take. I gotta run. I gotta take another call. But it was so good talking to you as always. Uh, let's take Tracy on line three. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Frank. How I, are you? I'm all right. I have figured out how Biden is going to hunt them down. Well, good. That's one of us. <laughs> he's going to he's going to send in OJ Simpson. <laughs> well, because remember, at, at least they'll be at least they'll be fighting the person that, that yep. killed Nicole Brown Simpson. Yeah, well, at least they'll be fighting with similar instruments, except that we gave them AK forty sevens. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So what else you got for me tonight, Tracy? Well, it is, you know, I'm I'm like so many people today, just down in the dumps. But it is hard to see the good out of this. But I think that, that even on the 
mainstream media, people are waking up. People are starting to question Biden. Yeah, but then the when reason you... they don't want to impeach him is that Kamala is worse. Yeah, and then if you got rid of her too, because that's not a position that she automatically would necessarily. She does get under the chain of command, but. That's not an elected person, okay? Vice presidents are not elected. They're just on the ticket. They no, and then you know who's after her would be I Pelosi. do, I do, I do, I do, I <laughs> do. So what I'm but saying it's is... it's all about the midterm elections, but people are waking up, and they're just not going to vote for this anymore. No, no, they're not. I mean, I don't I, I, I don't think they will. And again, I'm not talking party politics, because there's a lot of... A lot of Republicans that I can't, I, I scratch my head saying, what are they doing? I'm just not, uh, but at, I like what I've told you, a, a strong populist. I'm not what that guy accused me of being like, a, what did he say? I was a colonialist or something. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not interested in any of that. Uh, I'm interested. I really like just to have a nice place here and, you know, in the United States, be able to travel when I want to travel, have a relatively peaceful world. We don't need to own other countries. I like other countries to maintain their own identity, which was what makes me so upset when they flood little countries with like uh, in in Europe and basically flood them with people. They're not the United States of America. Nobody says they have to give up their culture and their 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 ethnicities. They're entitled to be, you know, if they want to be Yugoslavians or Austrians or whatever they want to be, Serbians or or if they want to be Norwegians, or they want to be Swedes, or they want to be Italians, or Irish, or whatever they want to be. We don't have to flood them with all people from all over Asia by by migration and basically eliminate them. Commit, commit genocide of their culture, okay? Because that's what it is. Now, the United States is different. We've been a melting pot. I mean, we had basic tenets of Judeo-Christian tradition and Western European civilization and all the rest of that, which gave us a framework. But the country itself is basically a melting pot of many different civilizations. And even our multifaceted culture that we called America is being destroyed by people that are being brought in in order to vote for actually people who are in power, who want to destroy the country because they're dealing with the globalists and the Great Reset and and all the rest of it. So it's ridiculous. Sorry, Tracy, I'm on a rant. Anyway, No, you're doing good. I'm I'm with you, Frank. Thanks for everything. Thanks, Tracy. Cheer up. Cheer up. Good talking to you. I just want to tell you this. I want want to tell you this. There's two. uh, The FDA is playing bait and switch. Imagine that. But there's two COVID vaccines, and I didn't know this, okay? they Remember they came out and they said one was approved? They just approved one? Well, the U.S. Food and Drug announcement on Monday that it had granted full approval to COVID shots being offered by Pfizer. But it's riddled with deception, according to this article I'm looking at, uh, because it meant to trick American the American public into thinking that they have no choice but to take the jab while at the same time protecting major pharmaceutical companies from legal liability. What was actually given full, full approval was a separate Pfizer BioNTech vaccine product, which goes by the name Comirnaty. Nati. Comirnaty. Okay? That's a different vaccine than the ones that everybody's been getting. Okay, and that's what they have approved. 
the vaccine that is still being given out is under the emergency, uh, the emergency, you know, the the emergency um, uh, exception that was done under the Trump administration when we we're trying to get the vaccines out. But this is part of what is basically a cynical plot, in a way, to protect Pfizer from broad from broad legal liability and also snooker U.S. employers into mandating the vaccines for employees, okay? What they've done is they've created, and they and this vaccine I've just told you about, for the most part, is not available yet in the United States, okay? The one, that's, the one that they tell you to go get the vaccine, it's the old vaccine, the old one that was, that was given, uh, given an exception under the Emergency Use Authorization Act and which will continue to be offered under the Emergency Use Authorization Act. The FDA, in its, in its uh, convoluted letter of approval for Pfizer vaccine under the EUA, that's the Emergency Use Authorization Act, uh, sh- that it should be remained unlicensed but can be used interchangeably with the newly licensed Comirnaty product which is currently unavailable. According to the FDA, the newly licensed Pfizer Cominati vaccine and the existing vaccine, while legally distinct, are not any different in terms of their safety or effectiveness. Really? Then one is when then why one is why is one approved and the other one still not? And they don't even know wh- what the what the side effects are in general for all these things. Here is the pertinent quote from footnote eight of that of, of their letter, which proves what we're talking about. The licensed vaccine has the same formulation as the EUA authorized vaccine, and the products can be used interchangeably to provide the vaccination series without presenting any safety or effectiveness can- concerns. The products are legally distinct with certain differences that do not impact safety effectiveness. The certain differences were not specified, but the certain differences have legal liability issues. Some of them can be sued because they're not covered by the Vaccine Act, and they would have unlimited liability for that, except for the fact that the stockpiles of the ones that weren't approved were given an exemption because it was under the Emergency Authorization Act. So they basically provided all that all that liability, and they're playing this game with regard to these vaccines. But do you think that that's all by accident? Because once they say that the vaccine's approved in order to make everybody run and do that, they basically once again are using it as a control mechanism and a fear mechanism within the population. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't get a vaccine if you want to get a vaccine and you think it's good for you. You're not worried about side effects. You don't care if they tell you. You think it's better. You've done the risk. You've analyzed it. You've read it and done all the work. Yes, do it. But I'm just telling you, there's a game being played. Every one of these things we're seeing is a game being played, and it's all being played in connection with build back better. It doesn't say make America great again. It says build back better, which means in order to build back, and that's the great reset phrase, that's what Trudeau uses, I've said many times, and so a number of other people around the world that are all enamored with their Davos Davos champagne parties, champagne and caviar, uh, you know, 
They want to build back better. Build back better. They want to tear down what we have in order to build back better. What do you have to say, Francis? Well, I think I think your theme, Frank, whether it be this false advertising by Pfizer, is going back to Afghanistan about any of these countries. Right. Is it is it is it on accident or by design? Right. And and, and what we're you, you got to just scratch your head. Uh, and some people have said it on the on the on the show. Some about level of incompetence that the Taliban didn't have. Right. Taliban knew exactly what was going on. Oh, yeah? With all our technology, we didn't know, have any idea what they are going to do. And then we left all that weaponry just by accident? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean it's outrageous. They got, they, they, I, I heard yesterday they have the 36th largest Air Force in the world. Nobody's this stupid by accident. That's my point. Yeah. Even a guy that had maybe half senile, okay? They're not that stupid. He's just a pump. And he's not controlling that. I mean, he had to get, he had to get a... He had to get a, um, he had to get a, um, a basically a, a sheet to let him know who to question at his news conference. Oh, they told me to call on so-and-so. Really? You're the president of the United States. Nobody should be telling you a damn thing. You should be telling the world what to do. I mean, I told somebody in my law office the other day, I said, look, my son's taking over, you know, the administrative aspects of, my, of the law office. So I said, I told this younger lawyer, I said, he is the, he's like a general in the Pentagon because he's like doing all that kind of stuff. I said, son, I said, I'm a field general or a field marshal if the, if I was in the German army and I'm standing in the mud like Patton and I'm directing the tanks to keep moving. And that's exactly what I was doing with my cases because that's the, exactly the kind of guy I am. And that's exactly what this country ought to be doing. Where's Patton when you need him? We got plenty of Pattons out there. I've saw some of them on TV that were basically now congressmen that have run to be congressmen, but they're not enough of them. Former Navy SEALs and others. But the disgrace. We're over the break. Your home team for conservative talk radio. KSEV 700 AM, the voice of Texas. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. Each week I talk about the craziness of politics and the news cycle and everything going on in the world. But after the events of this week, I just, I just have no words. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget. Because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one. But you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings. And delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINE-BOX. That's 1-888-PINE-BOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box. I'm Danny Schaefer, lifestyle content creator. 
My little brother had these piercing blue eyes like the ocean. He was just 33 when we lost him to an accidental opioid overdose. My name is Darren Waller. I had it made, living my dream playing professional football. Then my life hit rock bottom. I had an accidental opioid overdose. I felt the shame, the stigma. Everyone knew, but no one talked about it. I felt completely isolated. My family didn't even know. I refuse to stand by and watch without doing everything I can to change the stigma. If you know someone taking opioids, have a safety plan and talk about it. It can happen to anyone you know or love. It happened to me. I'm sharing Scott's story because reversing the silence can help save lives. Let's help put a stop to opioid overdoses being a leading cause of accidental death in America. Be prepared. Learn how at reversesilence.org. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash stay healthy. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Oh, he's our song. It's a little late tonight. <laughs> I should have used this drinking song at the beginning of the show. This is the one thing I didn't always find. You gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw a hard line. Gun smoke settles to sing a victory tour and we'll Raise up our glasses against evil forces and victory for my man, beer for my horses. For my man, beer for my horses. <laughs> All right, this is that we're running out of time pretty soon, but I want to tell you this. Here's the other thought I want to give you, another piece of the puzzle. You, while all this was going on, right, Afghanistan, you know, the, the, trying to pass a $6 trillion, $3 trillion, or $6 trillion, you know, some kind of so-called infrastructure project, I mean, infra- in, infrastructure uh, bill. budget bill. The United States approves licenses for Huawei to put chips in your cars. Yes, Huawei. Remember, there was a big scandal with Huawei and the Trump administration was saying how this was dangerous for our security. And they basically got Europe to back off using Huawei and 5G. And basically, they were all upset because Huawei was being excluded. And the United States was very strong based on the intelligence information that Huawei should not be putting chips and towers around in the United States or in any of our allied countries because of the spying capabilities but no (laughs) we now have huawei chips in our cars and then i you know in that bill that they passed i told you they put like sensors for breathalyzing or something you know the only good thing that comes out of this i'm gonna keep my old cars because they don't have any chips like that 
Uh, the simpler, the better for me, which is why I like my Jeep better than all my other cars that I kind of play around with because I can actually operate it. And there's no sensors. There's no, there's no, I'm, it's not like I'm the artificial intelligence. They're more intelligent than me. I, I mean, they actually depend on me to be operated. I mean, it's ridiculous. But letting Huawei, Huawei. And letting Huawei into our cars is even worse than letting Huawei into maybe our phones. Because we would normally, uh, I mean, not normally, but people have a lot of private activity in cars. I mean, they have conversations. They, you know, they talk sometimes when they want don't want anybody to hear them. They go sit in their cars. I've seen a lot of old gangster movies. And so, <laughs> and so, and so, I don't understand it, but I do understand it. Because you remember Joe Biden. Remember where the money was coming from. Now we're seeing the payoffs. The payoff on the on the pipeline, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that he gave to Russia. The price of oil has gone crazy, way up. And now we're importing oil, all the rest of it. This is all part, this is all payback. This is all payback. And that's the way, that's the way they're operating, as payback. They're no longer operating in, sorry, uh, Make America number one. And I'm not saying putting down other countries, but just look out for our own self-interest. And I'm not saying go, like, colonialize other countries. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, but I think that we can help our our friends. And I, all I can say to you now is, who's going to be a friend of ours when we basically have abandoned in the last couple of major wars? We've abandoned them. We had to go back in and clear out ISIS. In Vietnam, we abandoned them. And in and now in Afghanistan we did that, and we in Korea we didn't finish that war. And what was the point of having this twenty times bigger military, or even more than that, than any other country in the world, if we can't even use it? It's only enriching people for nothing. What do you say, Francis? Have a great weekend, but go ahead, Francis. Gotta come. Right, you're exactly right. It is absolutely absurd. We're being attacked from within. We're being attacked from the outside. We are definitely under attack, and I hope everybody can appreciate that and, and, and start to understand that. Relax and enjoy your families this weekend. God bless the whole year, and we'll see you next Friday. You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking. A radio show for Texas with your host, Frank Spagnoletti.